You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Bo, I want to talk about this as well. We're through three weeks of the season. Falcons not where they want to be, but they have had, in in, in totality of the season, they have had solid performances in every single game. Both have come at different times. You know, in the Saints game, saw more of a solid first half than the second half. In the Rams game, it was vice versa, more of a solid second half um, than the first half. And in Seattle, you that's when you really kind of put together more so the entire four quarters, and obviously you won that game. With that being said, though, who has been the most, and we'll do defense next, but we'll start with the offense first. Who has been the most surprising player on offense for you this season? Because the offense has been humming pretty well. I mean, we are ninth in scoring at, what, a little over 27 and a half points per game, I believe. So the offense has been putting up points, almost 30 points per game. We're not far off from that, and that's got us ninth in scoring. So what player on offense are you most surprised with and, and has been a pleasant surprise so far this season? Yeah, we're at right at 26.7 points per game. I think the the obvious answer would be Cordero Patterson. Um, that's not my answer because, honestly – I don't think it's a surprise, honestly. I don't think it is either. I think that's what people want. But I think the right. fact of the matter is we knew this was kind of guy. The fact – I will say what's surprising about Cordero Patterson is he has, what, 300 yards after – Yeah. Um, or over 300 yards after three games, and he's yeah. second in rushing – that's a little bit surprising. Right. It's not surprising how well he's running the ball right. with the fact that the offensive line has played so well. But for me, without a shadow of a doubt, personally, the guy that has shucked me is Drake London. I did not – I wasn't overly high on the draft pick. I would have – personally, I would have went and gotten Chris Olave. I thought Chris Olave, who New Orleans drafted, was the best running uh, running back, wide receiver – in the draft, I saw. I thought he could run. I thought he was a good route runner. Um, he was a true home run vertical threat, and I I think he runs well uh, with the ball after after the reception. You know, he's a yak guy to me. Was at mm-hmm. at Ohio State. They didn't feel that way. They went and got a big physical guy, in a six four, two hundred fifteen pound Drake London, who honestly. I thought had durability issues in college, and that worried me. That was another thing that worried me. Drake London has literally made me feel like a big old (laughs) dum-dum because he has done nothing but go out there and do everything this offense needs. This guy's already got 16 catches for a little over 200 yards. This guy is already scoring touchdowns. The play he made. In Seattle, I know we talked about this in the first one. The he he knew where to go, how to run his route right. Right. Him and him and Marcus were on the same page as far as the pressure was coming. Marcus got Marcus made a big time throw because if you go back and watch the replay, um, they basically pass off the blitzing linebacker, and it looked like Dahlman. And I'm not blank. I don't know what the protection call was, so right. bear with me. But yeah. there looked like to be some miscommunication between either the quarterback with his with his his um his line shift 
based off the pressure because Marcus knew the pressure was coming. He, oh, yeah. They, they, cleared, they declared a little early, but there was some kind of mis, miscommunication between Gossett and Dahlman up front right? where they pat, he was passed off, and but neither guy looked like Gossett in his mind was passing him off and taking another defender, and Dahlman never moved over. Dahlman's right. head was over here because mm-hmm. he came to the left side. All that being said, maybe Marcus just – that was what Marcus called, and he called that knowing that these guys were coming and he was and where Drake was going to be, and they clearly have a chemistry. You know, yes. all that crap about Kyle Pitts and everything, all that was being talked about while no one was thinking about the fact that, hey – there's a real chemistry between Marcus and Drake London. So exactly. maybe that was a part of it. But mm-hmm. I've said all of that to tell you that Marcus stood in there and made a big-time throw, and Drake was there. He ran the route perfect. Yep. Made the catch, but all of the stuff before that, to me, is Marcus. As soon as the catch is made, it was all Drake. Drake. Yep. And Drake cut back or spin kind of back and going back. Mm-hmm. And then to be getting drugged one way, get hit, and go into the end zone, it's a big-time, big-bodied move by a big-time, big-bodied receiver. And I just said big-time receiver because that's what Drake London is. And I am just blown away with how quickly he became the number one receiver on this team. Yep. Um, because I know Kyle Pitts is a tight end, but, dude, everybody knows Kyle Pitts is the number one target. But so far – Drake London has been the number one weapon uh, when it comes to perimeter for this team. And I'm just, honestly, it's a little bit earlier than I thought it would happen. Uh, And I just didn't know if he would be this good. And I just feel like what we've seen already makes me feel like this guy's going to be really good. And the other thing about it, too, that came in the red zone where we've been needing and we've been having to get better. That came in the red zone. So not only is he producing, he's producing in the red zone where we've been needing to find those big body targets like Kyle Pitts and the Drake London. And that's what he's doing. He's producing all over the field, but most importantly, he's producing in the red zone. And I want to talk about another play since you brought up Drake London. And I, and I am totally with you on this. Another play that uh, I actually shout out to Dan Orlovsky. He was on his Twitter, and he was doing a film breakdown. And I was just scrolling through Twitter, and I saw, you know, he was doing a film breakdown. And I, I glanced real quick, and I was like, hold up. This is of the Falcons. And he was doing um, the play where Marcus Mariota, again, was getting pressured. And it was a good throw by Marcus Mariota, um, considering that he had uh, people, that, you know, defensive linemen breathing right down his neck and all up in his face. But it was the play where... He had to put a little bit more air on on the throw, and uh, he he hit Drake London. I, it was probably around the the our own thirty or something like that. Yeah, um, we were we were inside. We were backed up a little bit. I know what yeah. play you're talking about to Drake. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I know what yep, play you're talking Drake. about. I'll help you out a little bit because I, I somebody who's gonna have a vivid memory of this play. Yeah, they were coming. Yeah, and uh, we were we were backed up, and it was one of those drives. I think it might have started around like our ten. Mm-hmm. Um, somewhere it was a good punt, and he basically what would be kind of 
the equivalent of a almost a, a it wasn't quite, but it was very much similar to a back shoulder throw. Yes. He just yes. you know, that's where that and, and you just mentioned that's the chemistry that I was talking about. He put mm-hmm. the ball up and Drake and to your point, it's very good discussion by you. Puts enough air on the ball, you know, he's able to come back to it and make the catch. And that immediately got you out of, you know, back into a, you know, if you're playing a game, when you play these close games, field position matters, right? So you're mm-hmm. in, you're at, you're backed up in field position, basically, you know, puts you back in a good field position standing. And the thing that was so impressive by Drake is, is that, and Dan Orlovsky did a great job, in my opinion, of pointing this out. So he basically made it seem like, he basically made himself look like a decoy to the DB. So he kind of starts off his route, you know, I don't want to use the word lazily because he wasn't being lazy, obviously. But he kind of starts off his route a little bit slower, you know, making himself like a decoy, trying to make it look like, you know, the play was going away from him. He almost tried to make it look like he was about to, to block the DB almost. Then he makes a nice kind of in cut, then goes back out, and then he turns on the burners, goes right by the dude, and then he obviously makes a nice over-the-shoulder catch, and it was a good throw by Marcus as well, too. So, And I say I bring that play up to talk about not only his playmaking ability, but the maturity as well because, you know, it's one thing to run a good route, but to have the wherewithal and to have the awareness and the football IQ to know, to kind of, you know, lull the DB to sleep a little bit, make him think the play is going the other way, make him think that Drake isn't in the player, he's not getting the football, and then just, boom, quickly turn off the afterburners, go by him and make a play and make the catch. I am surprised, like you said, how quickly he has become a, a, a number one option for the Atlanta Falcons, how quickly he has been producing, because with him getting hurt early on and not practicing a whole bunch, I mean, I, I thought, you know, he could get off to a slow start. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be upset about it because, you know, he was rolling maybe a little bit behind the eight ball. But, no, he hit the ground absolutely running, and I am super, super duper excited to see what all Drake Lynn is going to do this year because, I mean, the production is off the charts right now, and hopefully it just keeps going. And he's just going to, you know, with Kyle Pitts, they're just going to open things up for each other. As Kyle gets going and, Drake's keep, and Drake keeps going, they're just going to open things up for each other, and it's going to make this offense really – really, really potent.